720 WGN. Do you work with Gen Zers? Have they shocked you when they've come out and said, hey, just so you know, I suffer from bipolar disorder or I need to see my therapist because I suffer from depression or maybe they write you rambling texts with no punctuation and you're like, what is happening here? Well, Gen Z is changing the workplace and all the dynamics that come with that. Um, John was talking today about how they embrace salary sharing openly telling others they work with what they make, which for generations has never been a part of the workplace. Sarah Epstein is with us. Mallet. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm it's April. <laughs> Andrew's shouting in my ear. I know I got I got my two guests mixed up. April, thanks for joining us. April Rubin is a uh, breaking news and general assignment reporter at Axios. Uh, what can I ask April? Are, are you Gen Z or what generation do you fall into? Hi, yes, I am absolutely Gen Z, and that's exactly where I got the idea for this story. And just a a random question, because I find that a lot of Gen Zers find boomers to be a little more aggressive in their conversation, especially when it comes via text or email. Is that a fair assessment? So I would say I have worked with enough people um, to, I understand where everyone's coming from in their communication, but there is kind of this um, distinction that I reported out where people who are newer to the workforce are a little bit more casual in their communication. And I mean that on a day-to-day level, of course, if there's like a formal email that needs to be sent, I'm not talking that regard. I'm just talking like the day-to-day um, casual embracing of, you know, shorter messages, maybe a little less punctuation and formality. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's kind of where, where we all are coming from. Right. (laughs) And you are the future of the workplace. I mean, you're changing it. And I think for the better, I really do. Um, I still uh, have difficulty sometimes not picking up the phone to call someone who's a Gen Zer because I know you're supposed to ask first via text. <laughs> uh, you know, so I'm trying to learn some of the rules, and it helps because I've got a 22 year old son. He doesn't he he doesn't get that same courtesy from me as a coworker would. But uh, but so talk about what is happening and how Gen Z is changing the workplace and why Gen Zers are so willing to talk about their salary and what they make when for generations that was taboo. Nobody talked about that in the workplace. Yeah, so kind of big picture, what I reported out was the ways in which Gen Z is communicating differently um, all across the board. And one of the big pieces of that was um, embracing authenticity and transparency. And so that extended from you know, mental health conversations and just saying, you know, this is where I'm at um, on any given day. Here's where, you know, my, where I'm coming from. Um, And also just normalizing that conversation around mental health, even if, you know, it is not necessarily affecting your work, just being understanding that different people are coming to work with different experiences. Um, And then that transparency and authenticity also extends into salary sharing and um, not only that, but then advocating based on knowledge going to that information. So um, I talked with one person who says that her, the younger people in her workplace are embracing 
um, accountability based on these salary audits and breaking it down based on gender, race, location, and um, making sure that things are fair for employees across the board. Yeah, and I think that that serves all employees better. Um, Now, when I was having a conversation with John Williams today, he said, you know, there was somebody he looked up to in the business, had been in the business many, many years, and he was new and he was out of college, and they discussed salary. And when John told him what he was making, he found out that the older guy wasn't making that much more, and it really damaged their relationship. So should you be cautious about who you're discussing salary with, should it be kept among people who have your same level experience or your same type of job? Or do you think that it's just okay in today's workplace to converse openly among everyone about what your salary is or what your expectations might be when it comes to that? I would say that that probably differs on a case-by-case basis based on what the dynamic is in the workplace and what people are comfortable with. I would say the reporting I did was more so about kind of the shift amongst younger folks, but maybe not necessarily how that is affecting um, more top-down communications, but navigating it to the extent that is appropriate within while respecting your own job security, of course, I think is what's what's significant here. Um, but the idea, from what I understand, is um, kind of workforce-wide, people are embracing this in, across different industries and, um, you know, different levels of, of roles and things like that. And in the future... Um... Mental health discussions will definitely be a part of everybody's workplace, right? Because so many people are getting the help they need instead of ignoring it. Absolutely. I think that the conversation around mental health is being expanded to understand that, you know, a sick day can sometimes be not for something physical, but for a mental health day. Um, A lot of companies are incorporating that just into their policies as mental health days in addition to other time off. Um, And it's just people are more frank and and honest about the experiences that they're having. And um, that's promoting just more transparency and and understanding, I think, in the workplace. All right. Well, I like the article. It's on Axios.com. Thank you for joining us, April. Thank you so much. Take care. April Rubin is breaking news and general assignment reporter at Axios. All right. Coming up, Steve's news from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. That is next. Cheese!